This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Mikey on Joy. Tom, you know I love working with you, right? I love you. Oh, yeah. that's heartwarming. No, it is nice. I mean, I don't like many children. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, like I have to legally an adult. It's I don't fine. even like talking to my own kids. Why do I want to talk to somebody else? <laughs> but you, I kind of I'm Mormon to you. Yeah. I like working with you. I do. I love it, and I like my other jobs. But a job's popped up in the market, and it's uh, it's it's given me this idea that maybe I could just ditch everything and go work for this job. Domino's has released a position as garlic bread taste tester. Do you know what's the only decent thing in those bloody shops? They, they, have, they have good garlic bread. They have good garlic bread. Those pizzas are they're just like a grease in a pan. You know, like it's gross. I can't stand it. Don me, if you're listening, he's the owner of, uh, <laughs> of Domino's. I, I don't agree with that. I think you have great pizza. Please hire me. Brisbane Domino's HQ, they want people to come in and just taste their garlic bread. Just one person. And that's their official job title. But... Don't, isn't it just like the same no matter where you go, it's all made? So once you taste like they've decided that's a garlic bread, it's how it's made around the whole country. Uh-huh. You're a big deal. You're the hot shot in the garlic world. So how often are you going to change garlic bread? So it's a job that you get once a year. Well, yeah, but I'm happy to have that job for like a week of just different tastings. It's like fine wine except garlic bread. I believe that even one of the um, breweries here, they've got there's a job there, they're the beer tasters. Oh. I would rather, I don't know. You don't even I'd like rather. beer. No, but I'm just saying there are jobs out there that people can do. Well, yes, yeah. I was thinking about, they got me like my brain real tick-tocking around here. Yeah. I just wanted to know, because you've had an extensive uh, job history. Mm-hmm. What's one of the most interesting jobs you've worked? We're talking about that this morning. I once worked for Delivery Boys. Oh. Where I used to drop men off who had sex for money. <laughs> I mean, legally. It was illegal. It's an illegal profession. There's nothing wrong with it. There's, yeah. nothing, there's nothing wrong yeah. with it? Yeah. How did you interact with them in the car? Was it silence? Like in an Uber? Like, no, I like silence in an Uber. Have you ever known me to be quiet? Well, sometimes you don't like people. I don't know. No, I used to love it. I used to want to know, you know, who you're going to, what what are they into, what what happened at the end, and... Yeah, oh. of course, I love it. Yeah. You like the details I of it all? I love the details. Did like, you ever get scarred? Because how, how old are your children at the time? They were young, and they used to say to me at the time... Oh, no, Jay would have been about year 10, so they worked their way down. Well, she was a lot older then. How did she not pick up on what you were doing? Well, and I just I said I was delivering people who did massages. It was kind of true. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of true. Because they used to go, why are you leaving at 2 o'clock in the morning? Your phone rings at weird times. And yeah, 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 some sort of deep tissue massage there, okay. I've cleaned toilets in, um, in hospitals. I've done lots of jobs. I once had to pick strawberries. That was a good job. I liked that. But I got sacked because I ate more strawberries than I picked. <laughs> it's so hard not to eat strawberries. And I thought, who's watching me? This weekend, you changed my world with the way that you networked for me at this event. Oh, I thought you meant the other way. No. no. <laughs> no. Actually, your parents are listening. We won't go there. <laughs> no, no. That's a joke. Yeah. Mum and Dad, everything's fine. I'm fine. It's all, it's all above this board old here. man has behaved himself. He yeah. has. Got his hands with we himself. We did have a nice time together. We went to VidCon. We'll talk about it a lot later. Yeah. But... I wanted to touch on the fact that you uh, got me this pass and this pass got me to go everywhere into this Instagram lounge thing. It's all the fancy featured creators went. See, mate, you hang around with the people in the know. You can get yourself into anything. You got me up. I, and you, um, Tom's words before he left to go home, he says to me, 
okay, all you've got to do is play it cool, take a breath, and then just walk in like you pretend, own the joint. You've got to pretend. It's all about showing confidence in life. And I did yeah. straight in there. Straight in. I had free waffles, pancakes, met my friends in there. And there's all these TikTok dudes that I ended up... TikTok's a social platform that you, you're getting acquainted we'll go with. go into that, yeah, because I was convinced when... I, I think I asked you when we are going to interview TikTok and I made them all laugh. I thought TikTok was going to be a Korean boy band, <laughs> but it turns out it's a platform. I've been told by my children I'm not allowed to say the word TikTok anymore. I think TikTokers is okay, but if your children are saying it, I think they're more correct than I am, so that's fine. Yeah, I just... Well, so they were very sad. I felt sorry for them. What, the TikTokers? Yeah, I mean, that, that guy kept showing me a video of him running into a Lo- sign, and all I could think about, what does your mother say? If you want to lose your front teeth, mate, I'm quite happy to knock them out for you now. You don't need to do it on video. Jackson wasn't a TikToker, he was a YouTuber, but that's that's part of your learning. Look, so I went out with, with Lachlan and Jackson from these guys called the Fairbarn Films, and there was a bunch of TikTok influencers, right? And I kind of tasted life as a as a as a in the in the spotlight like you do. We go to this club and there's a two hour line on both sides. Oh, just inside. I'm like thinking, who would line so up? Did for you this? walk up there and go, "Hey, I'm a TikToker. Can I get in?" I didn't. They teed it up. We just walked straight to the front of the line and straight into the venue for free. Look, I've done that before. I've, I've walked up to a nightclub and said, "Do you really want me to join the line with these twenty year olds? Don't make me, mate." And they just let you in. Yeah. yeah, that's because you've got a bit of status, and I wanted to know because, like, you get all these influencers get so much for free. What have you gotten for free? Like, all I offered? will not take anything for free. I told you that. I refuse to. Listen, you'll learn in life, young lady. Nothing in life is free. Nothing is free. It all comes with a cost. So, if you want to sell your soul for a free burger down the street, go right ahead, TikTokers. Yeah. Really? Nothing is free in the world. Nothing is free. You will pay one way or the other. I swear you've taken something for free and you're just going to admit it. No. <laughs> He's freezing up. Okay, I've, I've been to a hotel room for free, but that, okay. yeah, and things like that, but that's when I'm turning up to their function to promote their thing. I've taken a room for free, but there's no way I'd email somebody and say, hi, my name's Tom, you know. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah, can I please have a free... No, 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 no. You've heard it here first. Uh, Tom from Wayne and Tom is the most humble guy you'll ever meet. No, I'm actually, I went to the shop. You know how much I dislike going into shopping centres? It's all those fluoro, like, fluoro lights and everyone's wearing tarot towel and it makes me itchy and gross. But <laughs> I went in there. They started to put Christmas stuff up. You go into Safeway and the first thing you see is Christmas. I like Christmas. Yeah, but not in September. I mean, Jesus Christ, I'm still... I don't even want to think about Christmas. You don't like getting into the spirit early and really warming yourself into the holiday cheer? You know what? That's so typical of, of someone who's actually never had to pay for Christmas. You only like Christmas because your mum is going to bring you little presents and put little things in your stocking and go, eh, you know? It's so yeah. true, though. Yeah, I've never... I dislike Christmas... I like Christmas Day. I don't like the rest of it. Don't like it. The one story you've told to me about Christmas was that your child gave you a gift and you were really mad about it. (laughs) What was it? What did they give you? Like a little macaroni sculpture or something? Oh, no, I used to like those things. The only one I'm angry about is my mother still gives me a bottle of JB bourbon or what do you call it? Jim Bean. I've never drank Jim Bean in my life. I keep telling her it's not me, it's your son-in-law that likes Jim Bean, so stop giving me the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're, you're You're a cocktail drinker. Oh, well, you know, you know that. I do love it. But, look, I'm going to say, I know you like it, Christmas, so I thought I'd find something for you. I found something where the experts, and he's a psychiatrist, whoa, you know, that means he's been to university, actually, it's good for your mental health, putting up Christmas decorations early. How so? Well, it turns out there could be a deep-seated reason that's driving your desire to deck the halls, is what he's saying there. And he says it could be a number of reasons, but mostly it's to do with 
nostalgia, good memories, bringing you back or making you happy. So basically it's nostalgia makes you happy is what they yeah, say. Yeah, I'm a big fan of nostalgia. You're not old enough to have nostalgia. What are you remembering? You know, the day my mummy changed my nappy? I, I mean, am almost <laughs> 21 years of age, Thomas. That is a large chunk of life on this earth. But no, yeah, <laughs> I got nothing. No, but they're just saying that so decorating, it will actually help you. It helps you anchor yourself to your past and makes you feel happy and makes you feel part of it. So they're saying that psychos are saying that it's good for you. That's beautiful. But isn't it funny? So they say it's good for your health, but if yeah. you ask the police, that's when more things bad happen. What, at Christmas time? Around Christmas time. Oh, like more theft and whatnot? Well, just bad things. Bad things happen. Oh, right, you're not going to go into the specifics. You're just going to keep it at bad things. Well, if you... Sound if, like a preacher on the side of a corner. If bad <laughs> things are coming. Bad things. If anybody goes to a police station, something bad's happened. You don't go there because you're something... Well, yes. Yeah. yeah, generally. Let's just tell them it's a great day. So, but I Christmas. still think do not put Christmas decorations up until December. That's it. No more. Well, thank you so much for your wise words of wisdom, Thomas. I, I disagree. Well, when what are you going to do about it? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna contest you is what I'm gonna do about it. Have you it. ever decked the halls? Do you decorate your tree? Yeah, I do it with mum every year. Oh you do? Sometimes mum does it by herself because she's gets she gets antsy about it, she's so excited. Yeah. She has this little Christmas angel, it's her mum's Christmas angel and it, it's a nostalgia for her. And so, like that's, so that's what it comes down to. I've still got Christmas decorations that me and my children made. When we were really poor, we used to paint pine cones. Oh. Yeah. Did you know I've told you the story that one year I didn't I was that poor. Lucky I lived in the country with no television or anything like that. I pretended it was Christmas two days after Christmas. <laughs> I remember you telling me that. I didn't that. have enough money to get the yeah. things out of lay by. And I had to tell my neighbour, please don't tell my children that yesterday was Christmas. Could you mind my kids? And I ran down and got Christmas. And still to this day, they have no idea if Christmas came two days late. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't want to spoil the surprise for them. Gather round, folks. It's time for... Wisdom with my co-host, Tom. It's time for Tom's Wisdom. Yeah. 24 minutes past 7, you're with Tom and Mikey, and it's time for Tom's Wisdom. Tom, this weekend, you've yes. just, the weekend past, you've just been amazing. I've got to tell you, I don't want to pump wind in your sails too much. You know I love it when you blow me up. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going to do this? I just want to keep this wholesome, because you were my, my, my guiding mentor. Normally the, the, in this show, people see Tom ripping old Mikey apart, and it's fine, we're still best friends, but this weekend... We went out to this uh, social media convention called VidCon. Correct. I had no idea about anything that was going on there. I made myself look like a dill. That's the best part. You just had fun with it and everyone loved you because you weren't one of those people that came up and, oh, I love your videos, I love this, can I get a photo? You were just goofing with it and making fun of people like you normally do. That's when you and your friends, when I uh, introduced you to all those friends, they would go, oh, I like that American, he's really famous. I go, oh, I spoke to him in the... Before, yeah, you come did. over and meet him. Yeah. Tom would say, so this is one of the things I learned. So Tom, this week's on Tom's Wisdom. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking Tom for wisdom. I've already got so much. Oh. I just want to recap it and, and share it. Because one of the things he said was just say hi to everyone, which is what we should all do anyways. Smile at somebody. You don't know what their day has been like. And a smile can change their day. Big time. Yeah. Remember these guys came off stage. We were backstage at this one point about to do this interview. And all these guys come off stage in all this glitter attire and they were all sweating and tired. And Tom just goes, great job, guys. And he's yeah, giving them high fives. Time. Yeah. And we see them later on and they loved us because we were nice to them. Correct. Great. One, one, just one of the great learnings I, I got from you, Thomas. Another one that I was really stoked with was just how, how you managed to network and mingle with people so effortlessly. There was no nerves about you. 
what are you to be nervous about? That everyone's just people. Just because you've got 68 million Instagram followers, big deal. But yeah, but it makes you no better or worse. That's true. They're just and, humans. And so why should we treat anyone different whether we should respect a brain surgeon, but we also respect the man equally who picks up our garbage. No one is better than anyone else. And I think the quicker we realise we're all the same. Was, yeah. No matter whether how rich or famous we are. There was a great thing about Steve Jobs who died at 50-something, you know, worth millions. It doesn't mean yes, you've got to have billions of dollars and you're still going to die one day and it's you still true. die on your own. Yeah. You're right, you're right. We're no different to each other. One of my favourite learnings from you, Thomas. We walk into Cotton On. I had a case of my pants were just itching me and giving me chafing. And I didn't want to go do my interview with just, just bare red legs in between. Oh, yuck. I didn't want that. Look, he said his pants were chafing. He just couldn't stop touching himself. It was getting embarrassing walking down the street. He was pulling at it every three seconds. Yeah. I, I was just I was just a bit... I was, I'm not going to defend myself. Anyway, I'm not going to win. So we walk into Cotton On, and I immediately just go for the jeans rack, as you would, right? Yeah. And Tom looks at me and he goes, no, 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 no. And what did you do, Tom? What you do is you start in the middle of the store on the sales table, and you work your way out. It's not always going to be good there, so you ended up with a pair of jeans we're going to pay $50 for. How much did you get a pair? I paid $15. I'm wearing them right now. But it doesn't matter very whether nice. It Thank doesn't matter so whether it's travel. cotton on or doesn't Gucci. look like it's chafing. Let me have a closer look. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not chafing down there. <laughs> yeah, Rattle, you can't be arrested for that, remember? <laughs> oh, yes, I forgot. I forgot my age. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Thanks, Tom. That was so unhelpful. Another Tom's Quiz Dome and it was successful. Get to the water. Quick. Quick. You're hustling. Why aren't we hustling? Tommy, ready? I'm ready. Okay. The first celebrity revealed on Tens of the Masked Singer on Monday night, Gretel Colleen. Kylie, am I pronouncing that right? Colleen, that's right. Colleen had said that the show was like a nightmare for her. The author, comedian, commentator, and OG Big Brother host said that throughout the top secret filming and always in costume, she felt lonely, couldn't walk properly, or see where she was going. What does she mean a nightmare? To me, it sounds like a normal Saturday night after the peel. <laughs> Hey, did you hear a British man has been jailed after thinking he'd escaped a police car chase and collision? The man told the fuzz that uh, his car had been stolen, but they placed him near the scene via McDonald's drive through security footage. It doesn't stop there. They also found out he's in cahoots with the hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> there are calls from Washington for President Trump to be impeached. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said that the President must be held accountable for his betrayal of his oath of office, betrayal of our national security and the betrayal of the integrity of our elections. Impeached? I thought they said he was impeached. That would explain why he's so orange. It's been confirmed that Jurassic Park star Laura Dern herself has said that she'll reprise her role alongside Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum in the upcoming Jurassic World 3. Well, that would make sense. The series is about dinosaurs. It's resurrecting Resurrecting signing dinosaurs. A Louisiana woman has reported to a local sheriff that she bit a camel's testicles in self-defense. The woman climbed into the camel's pen at a truck stop to rescue her dog when the camel sat on her. All she could do was free herself was to bite down on a low-hanging fruit. So, so what, did the camel get off? No, wait, I mean, did the camel get up? <laughs> Wake up with Tom and Mikey. Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Find all our podcasts at tomandmikey.com. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them.
Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.